welcome to Transforming Minds, Transforming Lives, a podcast series of RCCG Living Spring Pittsburgh. Stay tuned for our senior pastor, Boyga Esson. James chapter 3 verse 1, NLT version, James 3 verse 1, we share on the topic, controlling the tongue. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach we judge more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect, and could also control ourselves in every other way. Verse 3. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth, and the small ruder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire, and among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body, it can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. Verse 7, people can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil. It is full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth, Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. May the Lord bless the reading of his words in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Well, I'm sure you know that the tongue is very important. The Bible says it's small, but it's deadly. Bible says an untamed tongue, a tongue that is not sanctified or given to the Holy Spirit, is like a spark of fire. A tongue not given to the Holy Spirit is poison. He went on to say that man has been able to tame great things. Man has been able to tame the elephant, tame the lion, you see tigers in circus. But one thing that man, with all his ingenuity, has not been able to do is to tame the tongue. Because a tongue can only be tamed by God. The tongue can only be tamed by someone, by a Christian, who surrenders the tongue from time to time to the Holy Spirit to make use of. The tongue is very powerful. It's the only member of the body that is both external and internal. I mean, every other organ is either internal. You can't see your kidneys. It's internal. You can't see your liver. But the only member of the body that can be outside and inside is the tongue. It's peculiar. And it's used by a man to articulate words. Of course, you use it to swallow, can taste with it, but essentially, it's to also articulate words. So the tongue is very important. And the Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 26, say if you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself, or your religion is worthless. In other words, our Christianity is basically tied to the way we speak. I will explain that. You see, I can't judge your thoughts. I don't know what you are thinking. But when you speak, I can tell what you are thinking. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you tell me, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, but every word you speak is like an unbeliever or a filthy man, that tells me you're not a Christian. So I don't know what you are thinking. You don't know what I'm thinking. Nobody can judge your thoughts. Nobody can evaluate your thoughts. But I evaluate you by the words you speak. I know a fool by the words he or she speaks. 
I know a wise person by the words that same person speaks. So the tongue is very, very critical. It's very, very important. For out of the abundance of the hearts, the Bible says the mouth speaks. And the tongue is a little member, but it's very powerful. The Bible says it boasts great things. I know you know wars between nations start with words. And of course, wars also cease also with words. So the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it, those who indulge in it, we eat its fruits and also bear its consequences. In other words, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Joshua said to the Israelites, I lay before you today death and life, blessing and cursing, choose. So, in other words, death and life is the power of the tongue. We create our world by the words we speak. If you are deliberate about your words, if you had been into your words, your words actually can create the world you wanted to create. Jesus said that in the latter times, in the last days, on the day of judgment, that every idle word that we speak shall be judged. That's serious. Every time I read that scripture, I shake. Every loose words, every idle word that we speak, the Bible says we will be made to account for it. So there is power in the tongue. It's a small member, but it controls, it commands great things. You have to learn to use your tongue well to bless you and not to curse. Sometimes even people curse themselves. When they are so discouraged, when they are so disillusioned with life, people curse themselves. But that will not be you in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18, Proverbs 12, 18, that there is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword. In other words, the tongue can cut down. At times, the tongue can cause a permanent damage. He said there is one that speaks like the piercing of a sword. Do you know what a sword does? A sword pierces. A sword will damage and injure. He said, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. Proverbs 12, 18, where it said the tongue of the wise brings healing. The tongue of the wise promotes health. Bible says be careful. It says let your speech be seasoned with salt that it may minister to those who are hearing you. So some people's words do damage. Some tongues are caustic. Some tongues are acidic. Some tongues are just bad. They pierce, they damage, they injure. That will not be your tongue in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 20, Proverbs 10, 20, that the tongue of the righteous is choice silver. In other words, the tongue of the righteous man is very valuable. It's choice silver. It says also in Proverbs 15, verse 2, Proverbs 15, verse 2, that the tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of a fool burges out foolishness. The Bible also tells us in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 10, 1 Peter 3, 10, that if you are going to love life, and see many good days. Say, reframe your tongue from speaking evil. Say, reframe your mouth from speaking deceit. In other words, if you want to see many good days, say, use your tongue appropriately. Say, use your tongue well. If you want to see life, if you want to see many good days, if you want to see healing, blissful days, say, be careful to use your tongue well. First Peter chapter 3 and verse 10. The tongue is a little member, but it's dangerous. Is small but very deadly. Because of tongues, people have lost marriages. They have lost valuable relationships. Because of costing tongue, wars can begin. People assassinate characters through tongues. Marriage breaks. So it's a little member, but the Bible says it's dangerous. The Bible says in James 3, verse 6, James 3, 6, that the tongue is a fire, is a word of iniquity. 
So an unsanctified tongue is a world of fire. The tongue is so set among our members that it defies the whole body. In other words, the tongue can corrupt. And it sets on fire the course of nature. And it, it is set on fire by hell. James 3 verse 6. In other words, he said the tongue can defy the whole body. Jesus said it's not what goes into a man that defies the man. It's what comes out of the man. It's not what goes into you. It's not what you eat. It's what goes out, what comes out of you that defies a man. The Bible also says that the tongue is an unruly evil. James 3 verse 8. The tongue is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Look at those adjectives. Is my prayer God will sanctify our tongue in the mighty name of Jesus? Is my prayer the only thing that will be proceeding from you will be words of wisdom and encouragement, words that build people up and not tear them down in the mighty name of Jesus? The Bible says no man can tame the tongue. You know, before you realize it, the tongue is on display. But your own tongue will be restrained every time you want to say something wrong in the mighty name of Jesus. David said in Psalm 41 verse 3, he said, Lord, set a watch upon my mouth. Say, watch over my tongue. Set a watch upon my lips. Is my prayer God to set a watch upon your mouth in the mighty name of Jesus? As a matter of fact, the tongue is a weapon. It could be a weapon of warfare. If there is one part of your body you don't realize is a weapon, the tongue is a weapon. Because with the tongue, you can do damage to the kingdom of darkness. The tongue is a weapon of warfare. The Bible also says that be careful because out of so many words, Foolishness is not missing. When you are prone to talk more, you talk, 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 talk. You know, you're a chatterbox. Be careful what you are saying. You need to be more careful because the tongue is a weapon. The Bible tells us that it's impossible for man to tame the tongue. Natural man cannot tame the tongue. James 3 verse 7 to 8. Man has been able to tame everything possible, but man cannot tame the tongue. It's only God that can tame the tongue. And you know, when the day of Pentecost came, when the Holy Spirit came, he came in the symbol of a tongue. He sat upon all the apostles who were in the upper room as clothing tongues of fire. They saw literally like tongues of fire upon their head. So the advent of the Holy Spirit, the introduction of the Holy Spirit came as a tongue of fire. That's serious. That tells you something. In other words, your tongue is very important. And God says, I want to give you a tongue of fire. In other words, when you are baptized by the Holy Spirit, it's called baptism by fire. And when you begin to learn to pray more in other tongues, your words become tongues of fire. And Satan begins to fear you. When you learn to pray more in the Spirit, somehow you align the Holy Spirit to take over your vocal cords, to take over the reign of your tongue. And when you do it so well, you always be restrained anytime you want to say the wrong things. And when you do it so well, you realize your words begin to command authority. So it's very important to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. It's very important to yield daily our tongue to the Holy Spirit. You know, there's something about overcoming sin in life. This is very true. If you plan to live holy, maybe you plan, oh, for the next two months I will just do what is right, you will fail. How do we live holy? It's one day at a time. So when I wake up today, I say, Lord, please help me. Keep me from evil. Keep me far from temptation today. Help me to keep my mind stayed on you. I pray that prayer in the morning. And when I'm going out during the day, I determine in myself that, Lord, I will walk righteously before you. So it's one day at a time. You can't plan to speak right. It's one day at a time. It's moment by moment. So that's how you overcome. So days will turn into weeks, 
and you find yourself doing well, when you sleep, you gather yourself, you get up again, and you begin to go on, it is impossible to turn the tongue. That's what the Bible says. It's only the only thing that can turn the tongue. But it's a daily walk. It's a moment-by-moment walk with the Spirit of God. It's amazing that the introduction of the Holy Spirit to the world actually came symbolically as a tongue of fire. Because <laughs> if your tongue has fire, Satan will not come close to you. And God, through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, has given us tongues of fire. But many times, because we are just loose cannons, we don't realize our words are powerful, we just use words anyhow, we just joke, play, just say things anyhow without really thinking about it, we run into trouble. You know, when I first gave my life to Christ, I have this friend of mine who was just of my case. Of course, I had all the wrong words because I was just coming out from the world. My language was totally worldly. And this guy began to pick on me. When I say the wrong thing, he said, no, 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 you don't use that as a Christian. No, 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 no. And before long, I became so conscious. So now even if I'm angry, I can't say idiots. It doesn't matter how angry I am. I can't say fool. Yes, I can be angry. You will see me, I'm furious. But those abusive words, they don't come out of my mouth. Somebody trained me. So there is need to be trained. There is need to retrain your tongue. So mind your language. Mind your tongue. God has given you a tongue of fire. Don't lose your edge. We lose our edge when we start behaving as loose cannons. But that will not be our testimony. God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. The tongue is a word of contradictions. It's so paradoxical. I mean, the tongue is a word of contradictions. James chapter 3 verse 9 says, With the tongue we bless our God, bless our Father. With the same tongue we curse men who have been made in the image of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. Out of the same mouth you will speak faith. Out of the same mouth you speak doubt. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? The answer is a categorical no. So the tongue is a word of contradictions. Satan borrowed the tongue of Peter to talk to Jesus. Peter was a disciple, mind you. And at some point in time, Jesus was going to go to the cross. I said, no, master, you can't go. He began to argue. And Jesus saw through the facade. He said, look, Satan, I take authority over you. So a big apostle, Satan borrowed his tongue. It's my prayer Satan will stop borrowing our tongue. In the mighty name of Jesus, the enemy will stop borrowing your tongue. We will speak purposefully. We will speak deliberately. We will be conscious as we speak. We will speak words of life. Words of courage, words of faith, words of healing. Even when you are down, you will say you are up. Amen. Micah chapter 7. Micah chapter 7 verse 7. He said, rejoice not over me, O my enemy. He said, don't rejoice over me. He said, when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light unto me. He said, even when I fall. So the guy was sitting in darkness. He was saying, look, the Lord is my light. He refused to say the wrong thing. Even when he was sitting there in darkness, he said, the Lord is my light. He said, even when I fall, I will arise again. The power of the tongue. I may say something to you today and you may jail. The next moment, if I'm not conscious of myself, I may say another thing altogether. God will have mercy upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. We also create our world by our tongue. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, Hebrews 11 3, that by faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. We move mountains through our tongue. Amen. Do you know, I mean, it's not easy to be handicapped. It's not a good thing at all. 
But out of all the handicaps, maybe somebody is blind, somebody is deaf, and somebody is dumb. If you were to choose, I mean, that would never be your testimony. Which one is okay out of the three? None of them is okay, mind you. But believe me sincerely, <laughs> Black Bartimaeus is an example. He was blind, totally blind. But he heard that Jesus was coming. He screamed. Because he could talk. He used his tongue. He screamed. And the Bible says Jesus stood still. So with his tongue, he was able to attract his blessing. And of course, his eyes opened. Somehow, to be dumb is not desirable at all. Because if you are dumb, you can't cry out for help. If you are dumb, you can't communicate. Is my prayer just like Black Bartimaeus judiciously used his own tongue? You will from henceforth judiciously use your own tongue in the mighty name of Jesus. God wants to capture our tongues. After God captures your heart, the next place he's gone in for is your tongue. That was partly why the reason he came as a tongue of fire. He sat upon them. Isaiah chapter 6, these great prophets have been prophesying. All of a sudden he saw his nakedness before God. The Bible said he saw himself in the light of God's glory. He said, woe is me, oh, I'm undone. I dwell with a people of unclean lips. And the Bible says straight away from God's throne, an angel came and touched his lips. You know, that was, his tongue was sanctified. Before Isaiah could begin his ministry, his tongue had to be sanctified. Before God will send you on an errand, he wants to first and foremost capture your heart, capture your tongue, and sanctify your tongue. Our tongue needs to be sanctified. If your tongue is sanctified, your tongue will do so much damage to the kingdom of darkness. A tongue yielded to the Holy Spirit will accomplish much good for God. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 20, say, don't cause the king even in your thoughts. Say, don't cause the rich even in your bedroom. For a bird of the air may carry your voice, and the bird in flight may tell the matter. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 20. The Bible says, you can't have fresh water and salty water coming out from the same source. So show me a tree. I can tell you whether it's a good tree or a bad tree by the fruit it produces. I told you earlier on, I can't judge your thoughts. But I can judge you by the words you speak. If I want to get good fruit out of a tree, the tree has to be good. Those who are born of the spirit is spirits. So if I want to get good out of you, you have to be good. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. He said, don't cause the king in your thoughts because everything you think can spill out. There's always a spillage. If I cause the king in my thoughts, if I cause the rich man in my closet, whatever I think the tongue can release, it can betray me. Oh yes, the tongue betrays every day. So the source is a challenge, the mind. Say so the good man out of the good treasures of his heart, he produces good things. Say so the evil man out of the evil deposit of his mind, he produces evil things. So it's back to basics, back to foundation. It's always the heart. The art of the matter is a matter of the heart. The art of the matter is a matter of the heart. If you want good to proceed from you, then daily clean up your mind. Clean up your mind. It's amazing. People take time to clean up their body, they brush, they make up, they paint. They do everything. Take care of the exterior. Do you know that your mind also needs to be cleaned? Oh, yes, regularly. That's why the Bible says renew your mind on a daily basis. Your mind also needs to be clean. After getting home, after a hard day's work, you've seen so many things. 
So many things. Too many things. Your mind needs some refreshing. It needs to be cleaned. It needs some renewal. How do you clean your mind? By reading the word of God? By taking control of those thoughts that are not godly. By being deliberate. Because the heart of the matter is a matter of the heart. If the core is good, the fruit will be good. But if the inner man is rotten, the product will also be rotten. So be wary of your thoughts. Anything you don't want to say, try not to think. Because everything you think, <laughs> you can say. Everything you think, the tongue can spill. So let's begin to deal with our minds. All of us. Say be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Say, don't be conformed. Don't copy the ways of the world. Don't think like they think. Don't do things the way they do things. Say be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And let God be able to find residency in your life. The Bible says, by the words that we speak, we are justified. Salvation comes because of the words we speak. Say, with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. He went on to say that by your words, you are justified. By your words, you are also condemned. He went on to say that every word that speaks against you, everything that rises against you in judgment, say you will condemn. Is my prayer God will give us tongues of fire. In the mighty name of Jesus, is my prayer we will tidy up, we will clean up regularly. In the mighty name of Jesus, you know, it's always a matter of choice. Even as a pastor, when I want to relax, it's always a choice. So many times, God helping me, I always pick the right choice. So it's up to you. But you have to know that your mind is your garden. Everything you plant in that mind is coming out. And you cannot keep planting the junk in there. You can't just keep taking trash in there. And you now want to produce miracles. You now want to produce godly visions. It doesn't work that way. As a man thinketh, so easy. The good man, out of the good deposits, he produces good things. The evil man, out of the evil deposits, also produces evil things. If you want to change a behavior, go back to the basics. Go back, begin to train your mind. Begin to educate your mind. Begin to guard your thoughts. That is where the battle is. That is where the challenge is. Let's not kid ourselves. That is where the challenge is. But you have a choice. Every time, I'm always faced with a choice. I'm still mindful. Because I don't want to dirty my mind. I don't want to mess up my mind. Because if your mind is messed up, your tongue, your words will also be messed up. May God help us in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible says the tongue is a little member, but it's very powerful. I mean, kings rule by the words they speak. And we have been made kings and priests unto the Lord. Oh yes, the tongue is a little member, but it's very dangerous. Small but deadly. It's my prayer God will help us to realize the power in the tongue. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening and make sure you subscribe for more great podcasts.